Okay, we are we're recording. We have. Uh, I'm gonna burp or fart or something. Hold on. Oh, go for it. It's not coming. Are you sitting up straight? You got to sit up straight. Uh, wow. I totally have Crohn's disease, bro. Like I need to go to the doctor. Okay. Okay. So I had this crazy dream, right? Uh huh. And. My grandma's old neighbor, Mrs. Shea, was administering a COVID test to me and telling me that I was going to die of COVID. No. And I, like, woke up sweating. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I called my boyfriend and I was like, no, like, Mrs. Shea, I was just like, by the way, it's like 7 a.m. at this point. It's yeah, like not even the night. Shaking like, and delirious, yeah. I'm like, like, Mrs. Shea told me I had COVID and that I was going to die. And it's because I woke up with like a little bit of a scratchy throat and like, I don't have COVID. I don't like, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, oh yeah. No, that's just like humidity issues. Yeah. And I, I was like flipping shit that I had COVID, but in reality I did not have COVID and I wasn't going to die. And Mrs. Shea is living in California right now. So there's she that. can't hurt you. She can, Mrs. Shea can't hurt me. Great. Also, I liked Mrs. Shea. Why did I think? So? Why was I afraid of her in this dream? Like, well, it's 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 very intimate when somebody's sticking a cotton swab up your nose. What? Have you ever have you, you have you gotten the real one? Like the like the PCR like they yeah. shove thing up your fucking nose. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a sponge kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, they Those have hurt. to make me. They made me do that once a fucking week when I was back in school. <laughs> yeah, and then your eyes start watering. It's great. I hate it. And you're like, the whole time in your head, you're like, don't fucking sneeze. Don't fucking sneeze. If you sneeze on this lady in a hazmat suit, something will happen. Okay, but <laughs> something will happen. How many times do you think these people get sneezed on per day? I guess that's why they wear the, 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 the hazmat suit. Yeah. They're probably used to it. I mean, they probably don't, like, love it, but it happens. Anyways, hi, everybody. Hi, Podcast Void. Uh, my name is Brendan. My name is Andrew. My name Kevin. Yo. And this is Waiting for Davidson, um, a weekly podcast dedicated to waiting for Pete Davidson to agree to come on the show. We won't stop making episodes until he does. Yep. And it's it's another week towards insanity as we try to hunt down this man. I don't want to say this week we got close because we are still like not actively hunting him down, you know? Like like we also hold on. By mm -hmm. by close, like <laughs> this was a complete accident right. what happened with us and Pete Davidson this weekend. Right, like, it's gonna get bad when we start trying. Yeah. But as of you right know, now, we're just chilling, you know? We're chilling. We're just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Yo, I miss that meme. Anyways, um, okay, so let's jump into some Pete news. Um, from E.T., Jennifer Lawrence labels Pete Davidson the most famous celebrity in the world. Uh, apparently, she did an interview with W Magazine, which is a great title for a magazine. <laughs> and she says, to me, the biggest celebrities in the world are like Pete Davidson. Or when Ariana Grande was in my last film, Don't Look Up, uh, I was photographed with her and I fully looked like a radio contest winner. And then she proceeds to say, this, this part was kind of interesting, Lawrence, who uh, was interviewed as part of Mag's best performance issue, uh, is just one of the many celebs who can't help but gush over Davidson. Kaylee Cuoco, who worked with the actor on Meet Cute, opened up to E.T. about Davidson's charm during the film premiere in September. Honestly, he's just a really sweet human being, Cuoco shared. Especially shooting here in New York, he has a lot of fans, and I mean mobs of people as we were shooting. And the guy stops yeah. for every single person. He takes a photo with every person. He signs every autograph. He's really generous when it comes to that, and he's, it's a really sweet side to him. He's so funny that all we did was laugh, 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 laugh. So it was really cool. Okay. So I like, like being the, the editor of this podcast, I have listened to the first episode 
like seven or eight times through. How many fucking times? Yeah. So we 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 talked about Kaylee Cuoco in the first episode and how you saw Pete Davidson this past summer when he was working on this movie, and it looks like yeah, it looks like that movie's already out. Yeah, came no, out in September. I, it came out in September. I think it's on HBO. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but um, yeah, I was I was in the neighborhood. They, they shot in my neighborhood uh, during that movie, and um, I know people who posted Instagram photos with Pete. That's like crazy. Yeah, who grew up in the same neighborhood. Okay, that gives me a little bit of hope that he will, uh, you know, actually agree to show up on the podcast. I mean, like he's a good dude, and and speaking of like neighborhood and Brooklyn stuff, another Pete news uh, is that he was spotted with um, Chase Sway. Chase Sui um, Wonders, I think. Oh fucking shit! I didn't. Oh, so yeah, Chase Sui Wonders messes me up. Chase Sui Wonders, um, one bro, like it's like Stevie Wonder, like. I yeah. didn't even realize his name was Stevie. I just thought he was Stevie and that everybody just said wonder after. Like like a verb? Like that's I what he does? Stevie just wonders? Yeah. yeah, I feel. Um, You just... Wait, is this a right now realization? Not no, for Stevie Wonder. No, not for Stevie Wonder. For this, this other for chick. Chase uh, Suey Wonders. Anyways, they were seen cuddling in a Brooklyn restaurant, according to People Magazine and TMZ. Uh, TMZ and P- uh, People Magazine continue to stalk Pete Davidson and report that Pete and Chase have been ha- hanging out and having fun. It doesn't seem like a long-term thing, though. So maybe they're just buddies and everybody's reading too much into it. Like, he can have a friend that's a girl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah. And uh, the reason why that's speaking of my neighborhood is because this restaurant that he is in is a restaurant that is not very far from where I live. And uh, when we were all hanging out in that neighborhood, that photo was taken. So we were not very far from Pete Davidson. Yeah, we were just in Brooklyn. And I remember saying, like, oh, my God, like, what if what if this is it? Like, what if we just pass Pete Davidson? And it's very possible that that could have happened. Yep. Uh, let's see. She, uh, so on the other side of Pete Davidson news, his ex, Emily Radichkowski, or I think it's just Radikowski. We we go through this every done time. This every week. Yeah. She has a date night with Eric Andre this weekend, also while we were in the city. Let's see, they were uh they were in Manhattan. They were having a romantic evening together, according to TMZ as well. The model and comic appeared to be super into each other, walking with their arms around one another as they shuttled between a couple shops. We're told they hit up Japanese hotspot Sakagura in Midtown, dining there for three hours. Brendan, have you ever been there? Bro, Brandon. Yes? We could have went there, bro. We were in that area the other day, and Kevin and I decided to go to Korean Hot Pot, and we ended up waiting for like 35 minutes for a table. (laughs) And it was worth it, but the food was so So fucking spicy. But it was spicy as hell, but it was so good. It was delicious. She's been super active since she filed for divorce from estranged husband, Sebastian Bear McClard. Um, and apparently she's just, she's, she's hopping comedians and good for Eric Andre. He's not really much like in the news anymore, especially like the dating scene. Good for him. You know, Eric Andre's coming out with a new season of the Eric Andre show, which I love. Yes. No, we actually have to watch that. Like as it comes out, dude, it, that's one of the few shows that actually gets me pissing my pants. Remember the episode you did with Lizzo? Yes. (laughs) That was great. Start of Lizzo's career, too. It was kind of like Beyonce and, uh, like, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, this person isn't really famous yet, but they're about to be big, and then she released Crazy in Love, and that was it. The rest is history, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, good, I mean, good for them. It looks like things are looking up. It seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff um, that Pete is, like, actually making on the way. Uh, I remember the the TMZ article said that Chase Sweet Wonders was going to co-star in his new... Yeah, uh, Chase Sweet Wonders is also set to appear in Pete Davidson's upcoming comedy series, Bupkis, which I haven't heard anything about. See, it's on Peacock, and I gotta say something. I 
Pete, I know you're an NBC guy. I know that the people listening to this have to be fans of NBC and, like, that sort of type of comedy, but fuck it. Like, fuck that. Like, fuck Peacock. Damn. It makes me so angry. Either make me pay for everything and give me nothing for free or give it all to me for free. You exist in limbo. Like, it, it just... I, I have mm. such a beautiful Peacock. Yeah, it's kind of like a Hulu kind of thing where you, you go to all these great lengths to buy a subscription and then you get, like, a quarter of what they have. Why? What is, what's wrong with Hulu? You ever, like, look for a movie on Hulu and then you click on it and it's like, oh, you need the the stars uh extension or you need the 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 showtime extension or you need the hbo extension and then they don't let you watch it if you need hbo extension just like go on hbo max subscribe right but that's another thing you're paying for you know fuck hulu nah hulu's good hulu Hulu has rick and morty so does hbo max for real yeah oh like that's I literally switched from Hulu to HBO Max simply because they have very similar shit. The only thing I miss is Family Guy and full disclosure I pirate that shit. So wow. Yeah, it's probably I mean, you can pirate Family Guy by opening up the TikTok app now. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Hulu for a little bit. My girlfriend has um HBO Max so I can hop on that whenever needed. And I'm just kind of like mooching off of a lot of people right now. I know that like streaming companies don't like this, but I can't imagine that they're listening to our podcast right now. And if they are, hi streaming companies, fuck you for not making your shit more accessible. We're yeah. broke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's fault. the c- cable bills have evolved. They have not gone down. They like don't have cable. Right. Uh, I think. I don't think my no. I I think both uh, both my dad's house and my mom's house have cable just because they like watching the football games and the news. And I know that you can get that on certain streaming platforms, but they don't know how to navigate that. Show my parents like how to do it. Yeah, it's 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 complicated. It's somehow more complicated than cable. Um, how do you and, get how cable works? Like, do they fucking feed wires through your walls? Like. Well, okay, so, like, everybody had, like, this is my understanding, excuse me, this is my understanding of it. Every house has, like, like, phone lines, you know? And I guess, like, you can choose what carrier, like, sends you your phone service, and then they send it through the phone lines, like, at your house. And then from there, they give you a modem and a router, or sometimes it's just a modem, um, and you plug that in. Like, in the old days, it was just a modem. Not the old days, but, like, you know, early 2000s, it was a modem. You'd plug it in. You'd plug in power, and you'd plug in, you know, like, their, your your phone cable cord. And then from there, there was, like, four or five Ethernet ports that you can, like, plug in computers and stuff to connect to the Internet to. And one of those was and is your cable. Now you have a router that you plug in, and then it shoots Wi-Fi all over the place, and you don't have to do that anymore. Um, I... I don't like technology. Why can't it all just... Ugh, fuck cable. Anyways. Brandon, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, bring to your attention, because I know how much you love Jennifer Coolidge, uh, that oh. Jennifer Lawrence... Like, I found this whole Pete Davidson thing, because she said that she wants to play Jennifer Coolidge in a Jennifer Coolidge biopic. How do you, how do you feel about that? Okay. So, like... Yes, I'm glad that Coolidge is getting the attention that she deserves. And also, last night she won a Golden Globe, um, her second year in a row for White for Lotus, White Lotus. Mm. and had a very powerful speech about how she was a young actress who couldn't get jobs because she was fat and weird. And ultimately, she she overcame that and became one of the like one of the most highly regarded actresses of all time. And I think that that's really sweet. I would like to see a Jennifer Coolidge biopic. I just don't think I'm ready for it yet. I think we're still at the height of Jen Coolidge-ness. Right. I think that we need to either wait till her career, like, she's well-retired, or, like, she's dead, you know? Like, Elvis and Whitney Houston are getting their biopics now. Weird Al has a biopic, which is kind of weird, but... 
Dude, I you loved know. Weird Al's biopic. I haven't. I actually haven't seen it yet. What is it on? It's on some Roku. streaming service. Oh, it's on Roku. Anyways, yes. So we were in the city this weekend, and I mean, it was it for the city. It was like a pretty normal experience. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin was up here for, or yeah, up in New York for the weekend, and I don't live too too far from New York. So we planned a little a little weekend to uh to you know have a have a little have a little boys boys night a couple times. Yo, Kevin, are you in New York right now? No, I'm in Virginia. Damn. When did you go back? Monday. Ah. Got you. So we all pulled up to the city. What was it? We pulled up on Saturday. Yeah, it was like early Saturday. Uh, that we. Yep pulled up to the city. I remember I we we I got out at Atlantic Terminal um near Barclays. We were I was yeah, I was right outside of Barclays Center. That's where I found Brendan who got out of a cab and then we went to what is it called like the is it called the Atlantic Terminal Mall? Yeah, Atlantic Center. Atlantic Center. Okay, so we went into a uh the Atlantic Center train station and we were like standing right outside of the the gate where Kevin was supposed to come out, and we were waiting there for how long? Like five, five, ten minutes. Like ten minutes, yeah. Yeah, and then we get a call from Kevin saying, "Hey guys, I'm in the mall," and we were freaking out because like, how did we, how did we miss him? How did we fucking miss you? I don't know. Like, we were standing right outside track two where he said he was coming out of. Right? He said, "I'm coming out of track two. I'm coming out." Of track. I was like, "All right." Yeah, I don't know. I got out of, like, wherever I normally get out of it. And I looked around, and then I didn't see you, so then I just went through the nearest door I didn't come from. And that was the mall. Anyways, we find Kevin after he calls us and tells us that he's in the mall. I said, are you by Victoria's Secret? He says, I'm across from Victoria's Secret. So we met out there. And then some head pulls up and dabs me up in the middle of the store. So I'm like, all right, do I know this guy from somewhere? I was like in a show for a few months. I was, you know, I've done a lot of shit. So people do recognize me, especially in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Yeah, you know a lot of people from the city. So I'm first trying to place who this guy is. Then I come to the conclusion that I don't know him after he starts trying to sell me airheads. And I lie and say I don't have cash on me. Because that's always what I say to people who try to get my money. Yeah, um, I, I don't have that resolve in me. So I gave the guy a five. And he gave me a couple airheads. And then this guy next to him starts trying to hound me. So I, like, sprint walk away. And he starts walking like he's in a fucking half marathon. Yeah, like I'm I'm speed walking like, like Yeah, like with the hip swing and the and the arms in front of me. You know what I'm talking about? So I start doing that and like I, I I'm I'm real embarrassed because obviously I didn't want to buy those airheads, but he said it was for volleyball and I don't know if he was lying or not. But volleyball I mean, means heroin. Hmm. I gave him a five to, to follow his dreams then, I guess. I don't know. I, I need to stop doing that. I th- I feel like every time I go to the city I, I fall for some sort of scam just because I'm too non-confrontational. This head, there's yeah, a scam a in Times day. Square where there's a monk and he stands outside with bracelets and he goes, bracelet, bracelet, and then you, t- this guy, Andrew takes a bracelet, this is like months ago, he takes a bracelet and then the monk starts chasing him and I'm like, <laughs> of course the monk started chasing you, like that's, you don't sit and wait and, or talk to anybody it's talking to you in the city like it's just not what's right you know it's not what you do to be fair that was the first time i had gone to times square in like seven or eight years i will Still, not be fair. well we we passed i don't know if it was the same guy but we passed that monk again and i learned from my mistakes and i did not talk to him yes good job Good job, Andrew. <laughs> so, just, just keep in mind as we as we continue to tell this story that I had four airheads on me. I think one of them was blue raspberry, one of them was orange, and then we had two white mystery flavors. 
the white mystery. So after that fiasco, we start walking towards Brendan's house. You know, we're walking um, through residential Brooklyn, uh, perhaps where Pete Davidson may have walked. We may have been walking the very same streets. Um, we definitely walked, like, very close. Like, I know the restaurant that he was in in that photo, and it's, like, not... It's, like, under a mile from my house. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, he could have been... He could have been walking around where we were walking. Um, we finally get to Brendan's place, and... You know, I guess we just chilled for a little while. Um, and then oh, we I had a concert to go to that night. Yeah, I had this... Uh, it's not a disposable camera, but I have this like 35 millimeter camera and the flash kept going off when I wasn't charging the flash. So we get on the subway and we start going toward, uh, to the, the concert, you know, the, the concert venue and we're on the subway and I'm like, Hmm, I'm going to take a picture of Brendan and Kevin. So I point my camera and then I flash everybody in the subway. What a silly Billy. Yep. I was such a silly Billy that day. I remember I could not stop laughing because we were taking the L train and I asked Brendan if there was a W train and he said yes and I, I don't think he got the joke at the time. I hope he gets it now, but I do get it. I just wasn't thinking. <laughs> well don't you have um don't you have classifications of like the demographics that go on each of the subways? Yes I do. Would you like to would you like to share? So like the F train is a fucking free for all. Like it didn't. It wasn't always like that, but now it is. It's like if you, you want to, you know, be with your family, read a book, read a magazine, get into Manhattan, into Queens, uh, but also simultaneously get disturbed by homeless people and mariachi bands. That is the train you go on. The G train is a little bit more mature than that. It's like a. It's like a friends and family line. Everybody sort of chill on that train. Less crazies, less shit going on. The L, the R, the L and the R train are kind of more adults, more people in their early 20s, uh, people who live in Williamsburg primarily. The ACE line is uh, if you want to buy heroin, you go on those lines. <laughs> so there's really, if you live here long enough, you get to know the, the types of people that you see on those trains yeah that's that's pretty cool now i know what trains to take and what trains not to take sometimes you're forced to take a fucking train right i was on the train yesterday uh just trying to get into manhattan to meet my boyfriend after uh after work and he i was on um it was on the six train and some dude had his bag stuck in the fucking door and the woman started threatening him after like five minutes of us stalling. He was like, if you don't get your bag unstuck from the door, we're going to have to start skipping stops. And who don't want that? I don't, I mean, especially if it's your stop that we skip, you're going to be hella angry. They didn't skip my stop, but the whole train went, oh, nah, man. <laughs> so what, they couldn't like open the doors to get the bag out? No, they, kept, they couldn't close the door because the guy wouldn't pull his bag in. And it took him that long to pull the bag in? It took him so fucking long. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm always afraid that I'll be too close to the door and then the, the doors will close on my backpack. They'll open it again, they can see. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, so from there, we, we went into, like, deep Williamsburg. And the, the, the venue was, like... Very like it, it wasn't very out of the way, but it was it was pretty out of the way. You know, the area we were in was kind of deserted, and what well, the poster the poster said that stuff started at six, right? We pull up at like six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we pay our we pay our cover. It must have been starting. It started seven. Yeah, they said that they started at seven when we got there, which was fine. I mean, they still let us in. Uh, but when we got there, it was just, like, the four bands, and there was, like, two or three employees, and then us three, so we were just chilling, we talked for, like, an hour, and, like, we expected more people to start showing up, and nobody did. I got offered a cigarette by the guy who sat in the snack bar. Yep. I, I don't know if he was an employee there. I think he might have been. 
He was like, I think he was German. He was like, Von Cigarette? I was like, yeah. No, I'm fucking with you. I, I, yeah, I don't think he talked like that. He was, uh, in my mind, he was German. Well, like, as a German, I take offense to that, Brendan. <clears throat> You're like an American German. What do you mean I am an American German? This is how I talked when I was born. Nice, nice. Uh, did you kill any Jewish people when you were born? Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, for a very long time, I listened to the music of Kanye. <laughs> you better keep that in, bro. <laughs> uh, waiting for Davidson does not condone any any hate speech, and I don't think any of us are fans of Kanye. Just to Just to put a little disclaimer there. I was talking to my friend this week, and he was like, I was a fan of Kanye, and like... He goes, I was a fan of Kanye, like, a few years ago, and now it's just, like, I'm waiting to see who he'll go after next. And, like, I don't know, I'm just so shocked that, that the guy has the fucking audacity to go after literally any minority, including black people, which doesn't Yeah, that's the funniest part. It doesn't add up in anybody's heads. But, like, does he not realize, like... He, he said, I, I think his first tweet... That was like very, very risky. He said that black people were also Jew. Like that those are those are his his exact words. Black people are yeah, Jew. Hold on. I'll read it out right Yeah, now. read the tweet. A bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up I'm going Death Con three on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti Semitic because black people are also Jew. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackbait anyone who opposes your agenda. Weird. Yeah, that man's going off the walls. Alright, let's be real let's be honest with the audience. We all just took a piss break, so we're trying to figure out where the fuck we were. <laughs> yeah. We were um, still we were still at the concert, I think. Okay, so we're at the concert. Some guy asked me to bum a cigarette if I would like to bum a cigarette off of him. Uh he had American spirits, which were really tempting. I didn't know you. I haven't tried those. If it was a camel, I would have smoked it. Really? He said if it was a camel, I would have smoked it. You know what? I think I would have too. I would not have. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Have you ever tried a cigarette, Andrew? No. Okay, good for you. And I I don't plan to. Yeah, I don't plan on going back to smoking. Anyways, um, so we go to this concert. Not many people show up. No, there and was, there was like like for the first two bands, there was like us what? and the other bands. Yeah, us and the other bands. I think there were two other dudes there. I don't know yeah. if they were part of a band, but yeah, no, they weren't. I, I I kind of enjoyed it because like. You know, you watch one band play, and then while the next band plays, you get to, like, dance with the band that just played, which was kind of cool. Yeah. The We were there because one of Kevin's friends was in the band, and I'll play, uh, I'll play a shout couple of... Shout out little, Joe. Yeah, shout out Joe. Uh, from the Ramen Legion, and I'll, I'll play a couple clips of what their set sounded like. So yeah, are uh, they playing right now? Was that an edit yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah, that was an edit moment. Oh, okay. I vibe with them a lot. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that concert. Yeah, like the 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 other bands rocked, but like, like like they they had very uh, you know, very very, either mellowed out or very like punked rock, but the Ramen Legion was just like straight like like at the roots rock. Which was which was nice, you know. We did we did a little head banging. There's there's a video of me on Instagram head banging with Brendan and Kevin floating around there somewhere. The next Ra- morning, we went to the bagel store. We did, which was pretty good. I was also I was night? wearing my I was wearing my Ramen Legion T-shirt uh, that I bought after the Ramen Legion went, and the the in the morning I put it on and I'm like, oh, there is there is a penis on this shirt. <laughs> And on the, on the shirt. Yeah, on the bottom there's this drawing of a little penis. So And I'll I tell you, it's I I was not upset by the penis. I, I was like, I'd wear that. 
Oh, Did absolutely. Did you anything, Andrew? No, they didn't notice. I didn't notice for a while. Andrew bought the shirt and then 48 hours later realized that there was a penis on it. So. Yeah. No, it took me a I mean, long like time. It was now. not 48 hours, but... Yeah, but okay, hold on. after I'm the concert... So fucking numbers. 48 hours is two days. Oh, it was the it was the morning after. It was like twelve hours. Yeah, twelve hours tops. After after the concert, we went back to Brendan's neighborhood, and we were like we roamed around for probably about a half an hour for food. We almost resorted to standing in a McDonald's drive-through, which thankfully we did not end up doing. Instead, we ordered a pizza. It was pretty Throw good back pizza. Back to the checkers uh, drive-through. Oh my god, the checkers drive. I remember that. You guys did we stand in the checkers drive. About that on the podcast. Yeah, I think that was episode two. Yeah, when we met Meth Head and uh, Fat Guy looking for directions. Yep. Oh, those were the days, man. <laughs> Obese man is like what you first. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, oh, this morbidly, disgustingly old fat guy. And he was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe. 260 like not even he was just a no heavy set guy no he was he had like a tummy though is the thing yeah he was like a he was like he just was like, like a big to dude begin with but then he had who is fucking hitting up my discord right now all i hear is butonk butonk who is hitting up your discord right now it's not us i'm not sending anything and i, I know <laughs> stop this shit what is <laughs> Heaven's fucking with me. Uh, <laughs> like five badunks. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. I look at the chat and there's just like ten mentions, of, mentions Brendan. of Brendan. Fourteen. Christ on a bicycle. Oh, there's there's fifteen. Anyways, yeah, so we, we scouted for food for a while. We ended up ordering a pizza, which was pretty cool. We went onto Brendan's roof, which he was the most scared about. I remember it's Brendan... not like a real roof, and it did not feel stable. No, I remember, because, like, you and Kevin went up there. I didn't go all the way up, but, like, I, I hear them on the roof, and Brendan's going, like, It's not stable! It's not stable! He's freaking out. <laughs> you've lived there for how long, and you've never been on the roof? Well, okay, yeah, you've been on the roof, but, like, how often? Not very. And mm. I was much lighter and younger last time I was. Uh, yeah, uh, Joe from Ramen Legion was like six and a half feet tall. If not taller. He was he was I a big he's guy. Like six foot eight? Yeah. He's he's giant. Maybe he's grown. Maybe he's six foot nine now. Christ. So imagine like the two of us standing in the same room. I am five four, five five. Yeah, he's over a foot taller than you. I've never felt smaller in my life. We gotta get Brendan to do a meetup with Shaq. <laughs> well, I think I think Brendan kind of liked that feeling of being small. Oh God, um, Shaq and I—if I'm like the size of his hand, bro. It's, <laughs> it's not even Dude, fucking he funny. Pick you that man by is... your head. He could probably huh? pick up all of us by our head. Just with one hand, he could palm our skull and just lift us off the ground. <laughs> you know how fucking... You ever seen Shaq hold an apple? He hold it between his pointer finger and his thumb. Like it's a fucking... Like it's a... Like it's a thumbtack. <laughs> like it's a, I don't think that's how you hold a thumbtack, but... Have you ever seen him drink a bottle of water? Yeah, with yeah. two fingers. Yeah, you think it's like one of those mini bottles of water, but it's not. I'm looking at right. Shaq drinking water meme. Alright, well, the Actually, Waiting no. for Davidson sequel is going to be called Waiting for O'Neal. Yes, bro, please. I've always wanted to meet Shaq, because we have, like, a similar last name. <clears throat> but that'll be like a like an Easter egg. My, my last name is similar to Shaquille O'Neal's. Okay. It could be O'Connell. Jennifer Coolidge is doing Dunkin' Donuts ads right now. Kevin Neal is my Jennifer Coolidge? It's not Jennifer anymore. It's Dunk. (laughs) The the five people who have seen that movie. (laughs) Brendan Dunk. Brendan Dunk. (laughs) 
Yeah, when Brendan starts to, when, when Waiting for Davidson sells out and does dunking ads. Oh, um, or no, he's he signed to what, Taco Bell? Who? Pete Davidson. Is he? Yeah, yeah I seen, I've seen a bunch of Taco Bell ads. With Pete no, Davidson. he signed to Smartwater. He is signed to Smartwater. Look up, look up Pete Davidson Taco Bell. And that's why Taco Bell has hired me to make an apology for this. Go ahead, say sorry. Taco Bell went a bit crazy with its breakfast. It was too much. All what right, needed I'm calling this tasty, simple food. Fluffy eggs, cheese, sausage, hash browns. Maybe wrap it in a warm tortilla. That's a breakfast right, crunch. Well, they should open a restaurant that only serves those breakfast crunch sticks. Are you riffing in, or is this part of the commercial? I don't know. I didn't read the script. Okay, so it was like a fake no. apology? I'm going to be right back. I didn't even okay, know. Brendan, you'll be right back. I just got to go give my little brother something. Okay. That was that was probably the most chaotic playing of a commercial we could have done. Yeah, I gotta turn my volume down. No, it's cool. What did what did he? Uh, so what was that all about? He he didn't know. He did a singular ad for Taco Bell. No, he that he's done more. That's not the only one. Okay, I don't I don't really I don't I, I've said this before. I don't like Taco Bell. Brendan does, but it makes him crap, like bad. How do you feel about Taco Bell, Kevin? Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't had it in forever, though. Mm. I could live without it. I'd rather Chipotle, but wouldn't anyone? Yeah. No, bro. I ordered Chipotle. Okay, so my train was coming. Mm -hmm. So I ordered Jordash and I ordered Chipotle to my dad's house. Mm -hmm. And I get it. And this the one time I fucking leave five stars on Chipotle, like before I eat it, like I saw the notification pop up. Like, it, your food is here, and then it tells you to rate it. Like, yeah. it'll tell you to rate it instantly. So I rated it instantly without even, like, getting it from my door. So I rated both of them five stars. I bring it in, and I fucking am about to take a bite of my Chipotle. But there's a fucking cup lid. Like, the lid of a cup. <laughs> like a fucking, like a, um, a soft drink cup lid. Yeah. Like, buried under my chipotle i'm like what the fuck oh my like, god and then yeah i got scared and then i threw it out just because and there was like a couplet in there you threw the whole thing out it was under everything bro How <laughs> i would have i would have like, i, I would have munched bro i got scared like how do you like they put like chicken and rice over like a couplet like just sitting there yeah like, that's a little strange like I was like, what the fuck happened? And this was the one time I just clicked five stars without thinking about it. I was like, okay, job Chipotle. Then I got fucking cursed. Oh my god! Did, you didn't take a picture, did you? No. Oh. And then I had to fucking. Then I was telling DoorDash that they fucked up with my order, and now they probably think I'm schizophrenic because I left the five stars. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's five stars, but they also fucked it up. Like, how does that even make sense? Oh, yeah. And I still, I don't think I've got my money back yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you, so wait, you reached out to Chipotle or DoorDash? I don't know. I just, like, said, like, they fucked up my order. And then, I don't know. They yeah. haven't said anything back. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to fucking complain again. Yeah, complain again. I know. Like, I can understand if they, like, dropped it in and it was harmless, but it's like, how the fuck do you miss that? Like, I'm scared. What else did you miss? Like, mm. someone pissed in my triple level. I don't yeah, know. like, sharp I lost my appetite when I saw it, so I just threw it out. That's so bad. Because it was, like, the entire fucking thing. Just imagine. It was, like, like a full-size just couplet, just, like, inside your triple level. And, like, it turned me off a little bit. I was like, ew. I feel. Anyways, uh, uh, we have an Am I the Asshole? Brendan, uh, do you have that still open? Because you put the title, but you didn't put a link. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, do you want to read it? Yep. Okay. Go for it. Okay. My fiancé, female, and I, male, are getting married. We've decided the wedding is going to be child-free. No hate towards children. I just want to keep it organized and contained. My brother Chris and his wife have a three-year-old son who everybody calls a miracle or rainbow baby 
He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me his son is a miracle baby and his presence at the wedding will bring, will bring blessings for me and my fiance. I refused and said no. The wedding is not for children. His wife kept sending my fiance pics of my nephew when he was months old what, uh, to try to convince us. I told them no and to please stop. My brother told me that this could cause a rift in our relationship. I again stuck to my guns and said no and explained that the wedding is child free no matter which child it is. He asked again and pointed out how his baby's different since he is a miracle baby. I said no and explained that the wedding is child free. They brought it up when, I, uh, when they visited my home and I knew they weren't going to stop so I made flashcards in advance with the phrase the wedding is child free period and pulled them out and started slowly showing them the flashcards one by one in this order. The wedding. A sticker with a bride and a groom on it. Oh my god. A picture of a baby. The, the word free with, with a photo of a baby with an X sign over it. Period. A huge black dot sticker. They were both sunned. stunned. I asked if they get it now and Chris had lost his shit on me. His wife had already grabbed her things and walked out. Chris called me a huge asshole for doing this and said that I disrespected him, his wife, and their son, who's my one and only nephew. He rushed out after we argued. My fiancé saw the whole thing and thought about, uh, thought that it was funny, but my parents and Chris are angry beyond measure. They're telling everybody about the m amount of disrespect that I had displayed towards Chris, and now I'm being told to fix it. Am I the asshole? Uh, I was, uh, in the first half, I would have said no. In the second half, yeah. Why? Because I don't think this guy's an asshole at all for that. Okay, but like, I, I don't know, I feel like that is, that there's very small amounts of respect when you have to make flashcards, like, to your own brother. I don't know, it, it, like, first of all, I don't understand why they are insisting on having their baby there. Like, like, okay, that there it's a rainbow baby and that's great, but like, it's not like the baby has some medical condition where they have to be with the parents at all times or, or something like that, or like they can't leave it with a babysitter. Like, it's not like this baby is in like a certain danger when it's alone. They're just saying, Hey, let's bring our baby because it took us so long to have this baby. And like, that's fine. But like, if, if you can't bring the baby, then don't like, there's nothing pressing about the baby that that would cause this so i don't see why there i don't see why there there would have been an exception this is what somebody wrote and i think this is exactly a good place to look at it okay he says look i'm infertile i've wanted kids all my life me and my husband have tried for years and it won't happen trying to have a baby nearly killed me so i had to choose keep trying and die in the process or stop Hearing this story made me think one thing. I would have loved to hold the flashcards for you. Hell, I would have gone and done a full-blown puppet show if that's what it took to get through their thick skulls that the wedding is going to be child-free. It's your wedding. It's your rules. You're not the asshole at all. Yes, after all the pain and struggle they went through, after all the losses they suffered, your nephew is a miracle. But so is every child that is born, and every child could also be in a little annoying shit that gets cranky and tired when, and bored when adults are doing adult things. Yeah, this child like isn't Jesus. It doesn't make you an asshole to not want cranky babies at your weddings having meltdowns. It doesn't make you an, a bad uncle to save your nephew from the meltdown. Nor a bad brother to give your brother and sister-in-law a fucking night off for their three-year-old. If he was only three months and you were getting pissy because they wouldn't come without him, then yeah, you were going to be a bit of an asshole. But he's four years old. He can handle a babysitter watching him. He's four? Oh, that changes things. He's a toddler. Yeah, that's somehow more disruptive at a wedding, but less risky with a babysitter. Okay, okay, I guess my thoughts have changed on that a little bit. I, I suppose they, they, they wouldn't be an asshole. 
I don't know. I, again, like quickly. all these stories, I feel like there's other ways of handling this. Go ahead. Uh, another person says, Officer, you take those handcuffs off. He is a rainbow baby and a blessing. Like, I'm with that opinion too. Like, Fuck them kids, yo. <laughs> Did he just leave the call? Ah, oh, tits, bro. I just. Oh, cut I thought out. I thought I heard the call leave sound. He did leave. I left briefly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, definitely. I, I guess not an asshole. There, there, there's other ways that they, that could have gone about doing that, but yeah, if, I, if, I don't know if everything was done in a reasonable manner, that subreddit would not exist. But I also think that he brother is a dick like you know what i mean like brother kept pushing with shit like this and like it was another it was a, a person treating an irrational person with more irrationality right i guess it's kind of like a mirror a mirrored version of their their you know irresponsible behavior i feel yeah dude i do you want to go to sex stories that was funny <sighs> if you want to find one go for it Ooh, this one's really gross. Oh god, how gross? Because I don't want to have to cut out like the last fifteen minutes of the podcast again. No, it's it's not that gross. It's like it's it's gross, but it's like it's R rated. It's not like X rated. Okay, yeah. Uh, just just to just to clarify, the last episode where I said it was like the worst episode we had ever done, that was after a cut fifteen minute segment about um I don't know how to how to politically correctly um say this but like yeah like yeah people with dwarfism um we had a very lengthy conversation about that and i did not feel that it needed to be in the podcast (laughs) anyways okay uh, yeah go ahead read your read your sex story i'm a hairy guy it never really bothered me however i received a coupon at the mall for a wax hair removal i didn't think much of it i just tucked it away in my pocket about a, week wait, about a week later, I had the day off of work, couldn't think of anything to do, didn't want to sit inside all day, thought, what the hell, and decided to go into that wax place. It was an alright place, free coffee. The coupon was for 50% off, and in total it cost about $30. I got an older Asian lady. I must say it was very painful, and she was kind of confused as to why a seemingly straight guy was getting waxed. To be honest, I'd always wanted to get waxed. I have a pretty muscular body, and the less hair that, that's on it, the more defined I appear. Anyways, I was laying on a massage chair, facing up with nothing but a towel covering my lower body. Ended up pulling my towel down, revealing my penis. This took me by surprise, as I had only asked for chest and arms. She ended up waxing away at my pubic hair. Oh. In order to do this, she had to hold my penis in her hand. She wasn't wearing gloves. Of course, this led me to getting hard. My dick began to pulsate. She moved my dick to face my stomach so she could wax underneath. And, and no. that's when I started to feel sexual impulses. She was done, so it propped back up facing her. I'm not sure if this is intentional, but she gave it a stroke. I was about to explode, and I... Oh my god, and I came. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can oh. you send me the... Am I the asshole? I, just I was looking it. at her with a shocked face. My mouth was wide open. My eyebrows were raised. She looked at me, embarrassed. She, she began to gag and left the room. Then <laughs> screamed at me in Vietnamese. Afterwards, I left the place, dying laughing, as the staff started yelling at me in Vietnamese. Who knows, maybe I'll come back next week. Why would you leave dying laughing? Hold on. I would, Wait, I would run out of there. Send the link. and start laughing. I do that. Whenever something embarrasses me, I'll start giggling like a dumbass. Send the link. What? To the thing you're reading right now. I just clicked off. Brandon, (laughs) control shift T. Hold on. What do those buttons mean? Oh yeah, he has a a friggin' MacBook. 
Control. Command Shift T. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you just I left can't. the call. What just happened? Uh, you left the call. I told you the Command Shift T, and you left the, the call. The tab disappeared when I did that. <laughs> you gotta be clicking the Chrome or hold whatever on, you on, use. Command Hard. Shift. <laughs> What's going on right now? I don't know. No, Brendan, Brendan, I'm going to Control Shift T on my computer right now, and it brings up my last tab. Try, try Control Shift rather than Command. No, because you have to. You can't be clicked into Discord. God, bro. I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> Are you booting me from this meeting? No, Brendan, we're not booting you. Bit. This is a fucking kicking me out every time. You this is me. not a bit. I promise you. I'm trying to. All right, go into your history then, and just grab the tab. He left again. How do you disconnect? Not nah, what are you nah. doing right now, Brendan? Brendan, what oh. is going on? No, <laughs> this is you guys. Brendan, joking, Brendan. We're not. I'm not doing this. The only Kevin? person who has the ability to do this is Kevin. For what? I don't know. But Kevin's got the crown. Kevin made the this this group what? chat. So that means he could right click on Brendan oh, and press K. Oh, wait, can I do that? Oh yeah, I can. Wait, no, I can't. Stop. I can only remove you. I can't kick you. I can remove you from the group, but I can't disconnect you from the call. Okay, so then we're not messing with you, Brendan. And what tarnation is happening? I don't know. This is hilarious, though. <laughs> You're doing it on Chrome, aren't you? Safari. Yeah. Oh, the reason why it's not working is because you're on Safari. Control sh I don't know what Control Shift Tab does on Safari. On Chrome, uh, it well, brings you- Control Shift T. You told him Tab? No, I did- No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I told him Control Shift T. Uh. I don't know what that does on Safari. That brings up your last tab on Chrome. This, oh, okay. We are waiting for Davidson. We have something special prepared for you guys for the next episode. Um, but until then, Pete, if you're listening, reach out to us. We now have Instagram. What? I said, tell him to come on the fucking show. Yeah, do that, man. Uh, we actually, we have an Instagram and a TikTok now. Uh, both are just waiting for Davidson. No caps, no spaces. Um, we should have a TikTok coming up within the next couple days definitely before the next episode we'll have uh we'll have a tiktok up for you guys so stay yeah, tuned for that shit, man all right man you have fun with that i'm gonna I'm play the, the first, outro music now i'm the first follower for waiting for davidson on tiktok yo follow follow yeah so go on the waiting for davidson tiktok click on the click on followers and and go follow kevin as well What is my TikTok? I don't know. I'll just know on TikTok. Perfect.